how are the boys? So this week we've got another guest in. He's just in to talk about... So he's obviously a boxer, like, he's been on this a few times before. So he's just in to talk about how he got his love back for boxing after a tough few months being um, extremely demotivated. Yeah, demotivated by the whole thing. Uh, Hasn't had the... Hasn't had the easiest 2022. There's been a few struggles like that, so he's on to talk about that as well. Dealing with conflict, obviously, outside the boxing ring, which everyone is familiar with. Like, not that I, not that most of us have conflict inside the boxing ring because we're not boxers, but like he is. So, you know, he has to deal with the two types of conflict. Also, his ambitions for the future, his plans for the next few years, doing a few PLCs and tipping away at a few bitings like that. I'm sure he is flying, so he is. Yeah, that's basically it, and I hope you enjoy the episode. Thank you very much, and enjoy your week. So, Matt, how has 2022 been so far, if you're to put it honestly and as, as purely as you can put it? How has 2022 been overall? Um, there's been ups, there's been downs, really. You know, there's um, the first uh, few of the months, like, I didn't have a job. Um, I was I was bum-fucking-broke. I got, I got the job in the local shop anyways, and... I've been good there ever since, and the wages have been coming in. You know, it's at the start of the year in January. I was like, do you know what? It's going to be a long fucking twelve months, but do you know what? Here we are, and we're literally a few months away from twenty twenty three, Dan. Which is it's scary enough. It really is scary enough when you think about it. The time flies that fast. Um, the, the stuff that I I was I was afraid to speak about that I'm now I'm now speaking about. Um, you've seen a few bits of my Instagram speaking about men's mental health and. You know, advocating for that kind of stuff, which is which is great in my opinion, and people um, getting behind it, which is great. Um, I'm on the Amber Flag initiative now in in, in my school, um, just trying to promote positive mental health around the campus, which is also a good thing. Um, you know, and really promote that simple message in school that you know it's it's okay to talk and it's 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 okay to you know not not feel the best at, um, at the best of times. What gave you the what gave you the courage to kind of you say you were a bit more open about talking about stuff. What do you think gave you the courage to do that this year? Um, I think it was it was really going back really to the podcast that it was I was kind of I was I I had a small platform. I wanted to talk uh, about whatever I was opinionated on in boxing and kind of gave me that small platform. And then like I could reach above that platform and and talk uh, really on a personal level how uh, how how things were going. Um, some of my close mates. I'm not going to name drop, but some of my close, close mates that are listening here at the moment, I know they're listening, um, that they, they know what, what the journey has been like. Um, I've, I've, I've kind of taken a sidestep away from boxing on the competitive side. I'm still training, which is great, but I've just taken a bit of a sidestep at the moment and just kind of focused on myself really. And, um, I'm hoping to fight soon. Um, you know, it's it's been a bummer of, of a few years not being able to get fights and COVID and that, and um, it, it really has affected me mentally as a fighter. Where I I would love to get into the ring tomorrow if I got a call, literally after this podcast. And you know, let's say Frank Warren, the the professional promoter, was on the phone. He was like, "Matt, would you take a fight tomorrow, amateur?" And I was like, "Yeah, fucking book me in national stadium tomorrow. Like, I'll, I'll be I'll be more ready than ever." But um. Yeah, no, just with fights and on. I've, I, it's, it's hopefully it's going to come true soon. But I'm on the 50 50 side of it as well, where I'm, I'm still training. I'm still, I'm, I'm still going at it. Um, but I've taken a side step as well by kind of stepping back from it. And I was, I was pushing myself too hard 
for a few months and I I it's not that I hated boxing, but it's just that I was like, oh yeah, like it's it's I wasn't speaking as passionately as I was about it and and uh we were I was talking to my mom. So my mom was talking to me and I can't remember what she was talking about. But anyway, something switched in my head and I just I zoned out and I zoned into my own head and I was like, there's people there that care for you. And there's people who want you there, and there's people who want you to be to be there in the boxing club to make you do as best as what you can ever do, and the people that want to push you, not push you in a bad way, but push you in a good way. And there's people who want you to win, um, and that kind of really took my love back for. Is there any doubts? Not doubts, but like any time that you say, "Look, this," it's not like is it up on the top of the priorities that like the, no matter what, it's not getting dropped, or is it just now? Look, I'm more important than this, and I'll I'm willing to leave it and just forget about pack it in if, if things aren't going not if things are going right but if yeah you know what I mean like that kind of way I, I, I think I think the day I'll pack it in um, and the day I will lose the love for the sport is the day I die I know that sounds really very you know high, like high ego or big ego but the it's just when you fall in love with something a sport that much that when you're watching it second by second day in day out you're covering it on your own media page and you're you're talking to other people about it and it's a sport that I've ever since I, I've stepped foot in the ring that I've 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 loved it like a girlfriend I've never had if you get me um I I I I give my life for the sport if I had to. Um, it's just the amount of people that I've met. It's even down through the small things through social connections, the, the connections that I've made in the Irish boxing community. Um, talking to people internationally about boxing um, through all the social media outlets and sharing my opinions and, and everything and um, gaining gaining a sense of that small community. Um, at the moment with priorities, it's, it's, it's mid-tier there. Yeah, on, on a on a one to three three one being um low priorities i don't give a fuck much about this might go back to it later two being yeah i give a fuck um i'll go at it and i care about it it's it's between the mid between the, th- the two and the three um the three being my friends and family it's always something that i hold dear to my heart that the people that are around me um i've i've had bad bad not bad bad but i've had um i've had bad Bad trips in the past where I've I've been at a, a, a really low low point and um it was it was just it was a really shit time and it was it was a period of two years really and it wasn't me whatsoever and it was it was bad stuff anyways to happen I don't even want to go into much detail but um then it was that that's when I really started to appreciate the people around me and and people caring for me and talking to me mm. um yeah the the mental health thing it's it's great that everyone everyone's kind of like well able like to regurgitate the message like you know the it's okay not to be okay and stuff like that. I feel like people can be all talk when they say it sometimes. I'm not saying like I like I just see some people and like they kind of tend to spew out the message and they don't really actually they'll be the same lads you'll see going at someone on a TikTok video or there'll be someone like like people can be very harsh. If you're, well, they can be harsh and like if you're going to be harsh fair enough but don't come on going saying these things like um it's okay not to be okay and advocating stuff that you're kind of you know like i don't think people understand the actual impact they have on people like, people don't give a fuck because there's no there's no repercussions to doing it and then, then yeah. they can hide behind this idea this kind of um 
facade that oh mental health is important and they don't give a fuck a lot of people don't really give a fuck because like you see the actions i always level up anyone what they talk anyone can say whatever like anyone with a voice box can talk these some of these people genuinely don't give a fuck and they're just doing it because it's a kind of an attractive thing to say to share a post about something all this stuff a lot of the people in this world are very fucking evil people not evil that's probably a bit far but like there's a lot of people you'll find there's bad bad people out there yeah, well, I, yeah, and it's just people who, like, to say they're bad, like, Jeffrey Dahmer is bad, like, he eats humans, but, like, this is, like, it's probably not that level, but, like, there's still, there still is people who, like, have, like, everyone has their own agenda. When you talk about, when people talk about mental health, sometimes they're, they're kind of sticking in with the tribe and say, oh, yeah, look, he's acceptable because he's talking about that and he's, he's kind of in with the trends. Like, If you're commenting something that's hate and it's personal, saying something about someone that they cannot change whatsoever that's going to a different kind of low in my opinion and well, that, that, that's something else that's scummy it, basically like people want others to feel worse than them like no like like if we think generally like even in the back of people's head they're like they see someone like really like rocking high like there obviously yeah. there's a slight bit of jealousy and but maybe that's what people want to knock someone down to a lower level so if someone sees someone doing a tiktok video they're getting tension whatever that's not even a TikTok video. You can literally relate this to anything in life. It's someone, whatever. Like. And the it's successful. Yeah, well, whatever. Yeah, even... And it, this is why I don't understand some of this. Because even people who, like, we will say, like, at the bottom of the food chain in a primary school or a secondary school, like, we both know how it works. Like, there is the fucking hierarchy. Even there, like, even, like, guys who are kind of, like, don't really get noticed that much. Like, I don't understand how they get bullied. I, I, I know I... There's no point not understanding it because it does happen, but... That's the thing. Like people just want someone to feel bad. Like it's not good, but it's it's ever going to change. Like you, it's one of them things you can't really like actually get rid of. Like you'll never get rid of bull. Like I don't yeah. like saying it, but you'll never actually get rid of bullying. Like yeah, no. You, you, obviously, you can have all the campaigns and all, and fair play to everyone driving that campaign of anti-bullying. But you know, it, it, it unfortunately will never stop. But you know, you, you can put a curve to it somehow in, in some small way. But and um, bullying in school can be it's it's bad. Like kids. Dan, kids are fucking cruel. Kids are so cruel to each other. What, what can they? What can they say? Especially in this day and age, where they have phones at seven, eight, not seven, six, seven, eight, nine, ten years of age, whatever. You, you know that that kind of, and then they're, they're allowed access onto social media at that young of age. It it's dangerous. It's really dangerous. And then they can go on and do, you know, make fake TikTok accounts. They, they've access to a dangerous, dangerous type of um type of thing there if you get me and like yeah. the whole bullying thing i don't know where it stems from I, I it's 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 a bit far to blame a parent or anything like that but it's it's fucking sick i see it i see it i see it a good bit even like bits of sledging or something in a ga match even with kids like and kids are cruel cunts and they, they will say yeah. anything they want and they just they, like people say oh they've no filter whatever just they're only kids they don't know what they're saying but kids, I remember being. Oh, at they, that do. Age. they do. They do. Oh, they do. I remember being at that age. Kids know well what they're saying. And they I think if saying. they know that that if so, say if they go over to say there's Tom and Jerry, yeah, and they go over to Timmy and they call Timmy a fat cunt, and then Timmy starts crying. They know that they've got him there, and they, they've nipped him in the bud, and they're going to keep calling them that because they yeah. know that's affecting them somewhere, and they, they get a laugh of that, and it's you know it's their sick cunts, Timmy and Tom and Jerry. One issue leads to another. Yeah. Uh, I remember there's only one thing that Pierce Morgan ever said that I agreed with and he said something about like there's like mental illness he's like it's in different spectrums like there is people like who get ang- 
anxious and stressed about stuff. There's different situations everything happens in. But I think do some people just like lack resilience to actually and like there is obviously things where like, you know, it's past resilience stage. Like, you know, there is people are going through tough times and it's it's but like the baseline thing of like anxiety and stress and people try to the kind of like everyone goes through that. Like that's kind of just a human experience. But I think yeah. people have kind of got to a stage where they're kind of they, they they assume it's a mental illness or something and they feel like to feel any pain at all as a human is, is wrong and you should just live this big comfortable experience. Yeah. I think we lack oh, a bit of resilience in, yeah. in, in a lot of situations like that. Even, even like I know bullying, it's very tough to have resilience. I, I don't know what it's like, but I'm sure it's a lot tougher to have resilience. But the likes of baseline stuff like that, I feel we just let things yeah. in too easily. Like. I know I, I know what it feels like hugely to 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 be on the on on the bully the being bullied side and I, I can relate from my personal point of view where it's horrible it really is horrible to get that done to your day in day out and and you know when when they find one thing then they go to another thing and then it's what I'm trying to say is that you know when they find something that hurts you they'll find something else that hurts you and they'll keep going and going and going until they dig to the very very fucking bottom and they make you feel like you're nothing and it really is it, it's horrible and then you know they they belittle you and they then they go to the, the personal family side and then it, you know it, it gets worse from there i was reading a book actually what was it what was it a book or an article it was something about like how like your words like everything someone says you just like think about like if someone was bullying you like let's say if you were like living abroad or something this is a bit of a stupid example but yeah like let's say you were living abroad like and you were getting bullied and let's say you were in spain or something you didn't have a lick of spanish and you, yeah. they were bullying. They were verbally abusing you every day. But like, you don't actually. I was like, no, es el español. Yeah, you know, no, español. And they don't. You don't know what they're saying, like really. Yeah. So they, you don't actually feel any pain. You just hear lads talking at you. So like, the, the idea. I know this is easy for, for me to say, but like, the the the, the belief was that like, you can kind of like, just, turn it into nothing. It's just words, and like. That, that's that's the thing I try to think of sometimes like if someone fucking has a go at you about something it's just like right just try and deflect it back onto them why did they say that and literally like break down everything they said it's a very yeah. easy thing to say like in hindsight but obviously when you're in a moment you're like fuck yeah. that was that was bad I have actually a question for you when you've uh, obviously you know people have gotten to a confrontational situation whether physical or physically or you know whatever but with with you, are, are you a fight or a flight? Would you would you kind of would you be like, oh fuck off, I better back away from the situation, or will you be the kind of person to to go back at it and then go go at them for what they've said to you? Um, it you mean like physically go at them yeah. or just like, well, like it, it's I can be either. It can be either. Yeah, I don't think I'd ever physically. I don't think I'd ever really raise my hand to anyone to be honest. But I like it. It depends. I I don't like getting too mouthy with lads either. Like I kind of like to stay out with stuff most of the time. Like. But uh, yeah. like the odd time, it, de- it, it depends. But I don't like, I never try to hit anyone now unless in extreme circumstances. And yeah. verbally, I don't like, you know, anything heated. I just like to stay out. Anything heated in general, I like to stay out. Yeah. What about yourself? Um, oh, like physically, you mean the boxing and the boxing only. Mentally, it's that if you fire at me and you go at something personal, I will fire back at you 10 times harder if I can. Actually, can I just say something? Yeah, uh, to, uh, so I just want to say to the person who is ever listening to this and they think, you know, you're in a shit space at the moment. Buddy, you're doing good. I'm proud of you. And it's good to talk. Keep going. I, 
if you ever want someone to listen to, there's me, there's Dan, there's loads of others, there's the two Johnnies, Joe Rogan, myself, Mountain here, but fuck it. Um, there's the two now. He says there's loads of podcasts to listen to, and when you've no one to li- when no one wants to listen to you, you're gonna listen to them, and then they're gonna make you feel good because then you're like you feel like you're involved in the conversation. Okay, to be not okay. Reach out, talk, speak, and you're gonna be all good. To like little add-ons to that as well as like to find some stuff you like doing. Like if you can fill a day with stuff you really enjoy doing. It, it does definitely kind of like neutralize any pain you're going through, I think. So that's kind of helps like, and to put yourself into discomfort, yeah. like physical discomfort is another thing like ice baths, like good, tough training. I think obviously they're not going to help on their own. Like this isn't stuff that cures like mental health problems, but like yeah. it, it's, it's, it's a stepping stone. Like all of this yeah. stuff is, is just small. Like um, yeah, we'll, we'll roll it back sometime soon in real life in the studio. And yeah. uh, we'll, we'll talk again. Yes!